Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime. Currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, Star vs. The Force of Evil, and the new Powerpuff Girls. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Justin Cummings. Hello! I'm Michelle Ander. Hello! Today, Justin, Michelle, and I will be discussing the latest episode slash two episodes, depending on your definition, of Star vs. the Forces of Evil uh, that aired today on uh, Monday, July 18th, Mr. Candle Cares and Red Belt. Uh, Very, very excited to talk about Mr. Candle Cares. Uh, We'll see if I can pronounce that that title, but probably more hype than I've been. Uh, I mean, we've only had two star podcasts, so, you know, this is our second star podcast. We're new. We're covering season two of star, uh, every Monday, probably here on the overly animated podcast. You can check us out at overlyanimated.com or search for the overly animated podcast on iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, if you're new to us, welcome, uh, you check out our first discussion on star. We Justin and I spent 30 minutes giving our thoughts on the show as a whole. We'll get Michelle's general thoughts to start with here. Um, and then, uh, we talked about the first two episodes of the season slash first episode uh you can check that out at overlyanimated.com like i said in our itunes feed i just put up our star specific itunes feed if you just want to uh, subscribe to our star podcast we're also covering summer of steven steven universe here every day the next month um monday's gonna be busy with two both star and the show although i've heard that this uh show potentially goes up sunday nights online so i'll look into that um yeah uh hot tip from listener steve uh we'll, we'll <laughs> look at, we'll look into that uh anyway let's let's get into star vs. the first of evil again if you want justin and my thoughts check out the first podcast we did that was last thursday so it hasn't been that long um but i want to hear from michelle uh michelle give us your star story when did you wa- start watching uh what do you think in general of the show were your favorite characters and what do you ship Oh boy. Um yeah. I I I I vaguely remember when um the intro was unveiled at um San Diego Comic-Con several years back um and I I was intrigued because Star was the main character and we haven't seen a lot of female main character shows recently in cartoons so that was exciting. Um, I started watching when it premiered and then I I kind of casually watched for a while and I think by like the midway point I got a lot more invested. And then I binged the last like handful of episodes. I really, I really like Star. I think the show um, has gotten a lot better from where it was. Um, and I, and I think just from seeing the the first few episodes of season two, I'm really excited where it seems to be going. I think there's a lot of interesting things that they're planning on doing more with um, that we left off with with the season one finale. So I, I really like it. I think. You know, it's it's a, a legitimately funny show. I love the animation. I I wasn't sure how I felt about Star as a character initially, but I think she's really grown on me, and Marco has too. And like, even like Ludo the villain, like I think I think they're all really interesting, enjoyable characters. So I definitely this is a show that I would keep my eye on anyway. Um, but I'm super glad we're finally podcasting about it. Nice, yeah. Uh, so who favorite character? Doesn't seem like you have a specific one. Uh, not really. I mean, I like, I like maybe, maybe Star. I don't know. I also tend to really like villains in shows like these. So, I yeah, not a clear favorite. I also don't ship anything on this oh, show, no. <laughs> even though the show ships, you know, Starco really, big, really hard. Are you a big Toffee fan? 
Uh, I'm like a moderate, <laughs> moderate coffee guy. <laughs> wow, who yeah. knew that Dylan would be the shipper on our star discussions? Yeah, would you, you be really? open to Marco and Jana as a couple? What, what's your thought there? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I think I think that would be nice. I think I'd prefer that to you know where the show seems to be heading with Starco since you know Starco I just want them to be good talk. friends. It's clearly platonic so. this episode. I really hope so. So, uh, th- yeah, last the recap of last week. Justin apparently not super high on Starco. I'm <laughs> my basically my thoughts. Star and Marco is my favorite element of the show. They're like platonic bonds, and I really love them as like platonic yeah. friends. Uh, I, I also agree. would like if that would. I also like would like if that served as a basis for romantic relationships. But I also think that would be subversive in its own right. But so would keeping them friends. So I'm fine any direction they go with it. It's hard not to ship it though in this episode. So we'll talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, clearly platonic says Star and Marco. Um, wait, what was the? I was looking at uh, at uh, CO today, and people were freaking out about this, but um, they kept responding with like one word. Anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, let's let's talk about um, Star. Uh, what is this episode? Mister Candle cares, and then we'll get into uh, Red Bell. Probably is an afterthought. So <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> out out. It was fine though. Red Bell is fine. But let's it get is, into it. Is fine. Mister Candle cares. One of my favorite episodes of TV in general of the year. I'm very high on this. Um, first, yeah, it was really solid. The first thing I, really I want to point it. out, this episode is co-written and directed by Giancarlo Volpe. I was so surprised to see his name on the credits. Giancarlo Volpe is fan favorite director of all three seasons from Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, oh, yeah. I this, totally forgot. This is his first okay. season on Star. I didn't know he was going to be on That's the show. So cool. uh, yeah. It's his first episode. Um, he was really great in Avatar. I remember following his deviant art. Uh, in the oh mid 2000s, <laughs> that was one of the biggest popular fan destinations. This was before Mike and Brian had Tumblrs. This was like the go-to place for info about Avatar from like inside production was Giancarlo Volpe's Deviant Art. And so uh, long ago, yeah. Like if 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 you don't know what uh, Deviant Art is, then you're very young. But <laughs> I okay. do. I didn't know official people used it back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, totally yeah. did. That was like that was kind of the Tumblr of it, a little bit of its day. And um, yeah, I just I mean I I didn't know I haven't seen and Giancarlo's been working on a few shows i didn't know he was gonna be on this i was just so excited to see his name is credits and then he like and he like cards and directs the best episode of the the show potentially um anyway i'm leading with my uh with my opinion which i don't like to do because i'm influencing you guys but uh, uh stay uninfluenced by me justin what was your thoughts on mr candle cares i was very high on this episode i saw it almost as a, a you know i love parallels i just talked about parallels recently i saw this as a parallel to blood moon ball in that Blood Moon Ball kind of explored Star's relation to Tom, while this explored Marco's relationship to Tom. And I thought it was a very mm-hmm. interesting... I love how, yeah, whenever Tom pops up, we get really, really good episodes, even if you don't like Tom as a character. Um, I thought it was good, yeah. I thought it kind of redeemed Tom a little bit. I thought it it, it made him a little, a tiny bit sympathetic. It, it was a good step in the right direction. I loved all of what this show did, not just uh, the Marco tom conversation stuff but star and like trying to battle her destiny basically and the whole career day it was all of it just tied together so so well and this kind of like the first episode where star almost became the secondary character even though she was still very important to the episode hashtag tom redemption is that what you're saying is is (sighs) i'm saying we're at least making him not are you evil i don't think he's going to be a bestie but i think he's at least going to be an acquaintance. Are if, you his new life coach? 
I would be. If Actually, no way. You're guy. you're someone else in the in one of these two episodes. In the next episode, you're someone else. So we'll get into that. Um, I am not the sensei. Oh I have my god! Yes. Oh, no, no, no. You're not yes. the sensei. You're oh. not the sensei. We'll get into who you are. But anyway, um, yeah. Interesting, <laughs> interesting thoughts. Uh, Star. Yeah, Star was somewhat secondary in this episode, but at the same time, it was still like her episode because it was a big episode for Star's character. Um, Michelle, thoughts on Mr. Candle Cares? I really, I think one of the things I noticed the most for this episode, which is like the pacing was like so solid and everything like had a clear purpose and nothing felt like it was just stuck in there to like eat up time. Um, and I, I really liked that we had an episode that kind of like focused on like pushing Star and Marco in directions that would help them, I'm assuming down the line and figuring out more about themselves too. Um, and I, I do like that. Star's X is kind of giving a much like not a ton more dimension as a character, but like you actually like kind of like get where he's coming from a little more. You see that he's he's not just like really like hell bent on like ruining Star's life because he doesn't care about her. He just like really doesn't get what he's doing and the consequences and how it like comes off. So I really I really like this episode. It's definitely one of those episodes that has like a very high rewatch value. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I immediately rewatched it, something I never do. Uh, <laughs> so I've actually seen it twice now. And uh, yeah, this is it, it was really good again. Um, yeah, I think I think this it's 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 going to be a t- close competition between this and uh, Blood Moon Ball for the best episode of Star. Uh, and that's that's a little bit of blaspheming. Blood Moon Ball is so good. Uh, but and this episode doesn't have anything as like uh, visually incredible as Star and Marco's dance sequence in that episode. Um, but what it does have is like more character, more like yeah. humor, more like really interesting pieces. They say Starco in the episode they do they're, they're, that, they know is they that know. that yeah i love when they reference shipping it rarely rarely happens i think and maybe i've heard it one other time closest i think we've gotten is amethyst calling it stevani and steven universe but this was the first like flat out they they mentioned a ship name that everybody knew this mm-hmm. this this show joins the the hallowed ranks of shows that <laughs> say ship names in the show there's not that many i don't know if steven universe counts but um yeah, we had kind of this on Ruby, but it was unless they they call like <laughs> Tom just like refers to them as Starko, right? Or the or the yeah. counselor does. Yeah, like, he refers oh, to them as Starko. Oh my god! <laughs> like <laughs> once I heard that, I was like, oh man, we are in for something, aren't we? Uh, we had the Smooch Buddy scene, the highly anticipated Smooch Buddies reference, and as expected, it was a yeah. Those pro- those a, promos totally trolled all of them. They were so, they were very trolling. I'm yeah. so glad, but like yeah, why? <laughs> uh, we were speculating about Smooch Buddies last podcast and one of the things i said was like a ploy by marco so yes correct and uh i mean that's an obvious one Um, the best ploy ever we had uh just the this end of like this episode just like keeps getting better like uh it's uh we have great stuff with we have like emo star in this episode and that's like the 10th best thing about the episode like come on 10th that's like the 10th best thing. Like, it's not even that great. But, I mean, it's great. It, in a normal episode, that'd There's be There's so highlight. many other great things. If I cut yeah. off a mermaid's tail, I can't be queen. Yeah, that was another great thing. Uh, I just... A great episode for Star's future. Um, another great handling of Star and, uh, like, romance. Um, one of the things I love about the show is, like, Star's function as a 14-year-old girl. And now she's not yeah. the typical teenage girl representation. She's, like, a kid. And... Um, Again, it comes out here. It's like uh, just brushes aside the romance questions and kind of brushes aside even Tom and Marco at the end. And it's like, like know, I don't want, I don't need a king. I just want to raise unicorns. What are yeah. you talking exactly. about? 
Yeah, uh, that's pretty great. The Warner Gordon stuff. Um, and then the uh, thing at the, the all the scenes at the end. And we're going to go through the episode so I don't forget things. Um, and then even like the throwaway Britney gag at the end is like the best thing. Uh, uh, probably my favorite Britney moment in in Star. So there's there's so much here. Uh, we we got to go through all of this um, because uh, and then we need to have a, a frank conversation of what this means for Starco at the end of the episode. OK, so be prepared for this. OK, OK. okay. <laughs> also, I, this episode is like uh, just Karen Carlos. So OK, like this episode is also like so anime influenced at uh, in many points. And I'll get into that. Um, it's just it's just really great. So open on Mr. Candle, the guidance counselor um stars thinks it's like he's like a fortune teller which is pretty great um that's kind of that's kind of what's going on though so uh, mm-hmm. like a, yeah uh when i grow up on a raise more accordance yes i star uh not much uh not much time for hobbies uh as the queen of uh, muni first of all the whole the concept of this episode of like star worrying about being queen is like so needed um yeah you, you know. think she would have thought about it before given i feel like we yeah. mentioned this there's just so many things the show just ignores and like elements of its mythology <laughs> and we're finally like yeah stars like a princess the, you could you could go most episodes of the show without knowing that that star that star is a princess like it's not important which is good but um it's it's a it's also good good to address it here and it does great things for a character um your future set in stone um are you dating anyone what about that boy marco do you have a secret crush on him oh my god that's a random thing to ask somebody (laughs) i love how her response was totally i mean i i thought about this she's got a point they're roommates she's almost like a sister literally she's living with the family it i i don't know how often do foreign exchange students end up dating the children of their host family like is that a thing is that frowned upon what yeah because she's got a point that i guess that'd be frowned upon i don't know um yeah uh no we're we're just roommates yeah you're right it's weird to date your roommates uh maybe someone else then oh my Uh, god never too early to start searching for the future king of muni yeah uh a pretty good uh marco the guidance counselor garbage islands i don't know what this is but i mean we're referencing like the the great like uh i mean i don't know if there's a reference but like there is a garbage island in the pacific um i hashtag like environmentalism and stuff like that but yeah that was weird he's like janitor was that the occupation that that is yeah, janitor. Janitor. Like a really fancy janitor. janitor yeah marco's yeah. like so have you seen my grades yeah it was pretty great uh marco's pretty great and uh Apparently, the only thing in my future is being queen, says Star in the promo clip line of the episode. Um, one of my, like, oh my God, like, this is, again, this is another 10th best thing about the episode. Uh, Marco's, man, Marcus I'd, responds. I'd yeah. love to be queen. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, this is, so many shows don't, would never say this and would never have their male character. So many shows would see this as, like, demasculizing, and it's so wonderful. Like, don't change it to king. Yes, thank you. Please, just have him say queen. Like... Uh, it's very important. Um, combat's toxic masculinity, TM, everything, everything, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like just, I just, that's so important. I really feel like Marco's the best, uh, male, uh, like in terms of feminism character we have kind of on TV. Um, and he's just, he's just like so unproblematic, I feel like. And it's, it's, it's really, it's, other than Steven, other than Steven, mm-hmm. Steven's there you one, go. Marco's two. And then there's, there's, some I want to see them just sit down and talk for like an hour. Just star, Steven star and Marco and, talking. Steven and Marco. Um, I think they'd get along, yeah. They'd get along great. I guess Steven technically is 14, so they are the same age. I yeah, guess, they so. are. Oh, that's so <laughs> But weird. not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Is Steven secretly going to be the king of Muni? 
Steven and are you shipping Steven and Star? <laughs> no cross show ships. No, Justin. no cross show ships. No, I grew up on fanfiction.net. I'm sorry, it's in my blood. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to look at the crossover ones. That was where the fun was. Lord no, of the Rings X-Yu-Gi-Oh. Those are always... Oh, <laughs> oh no. my god. Yeah, I have no doubt in my <laughs> all right, mind you looked that all up. Right. Anyway, yeah. We're getting off track here, guys. Candle in the uh, the candle in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that made... That's that's the phrase that makes sense. But yeah, Marco walks in. Uh, phase one is complete. Uh, Starko is completely platonic. <laughs> oh, my God. So we have the pronouncement. It's official. Starko is dead. It is completely platonic. The show says so. What? Like, why are you calling the Starko in universe? Like, it's such a good decision, I think, actually, because this is like the right show to do this with. Um, like, if we're gonna if we're gonna do stuff with the two of them and uh, have it have any sort of like romance teasing type thing, which it seems like we're gonna have this season. Uh, Marco's <laughs> uh, voice actor on Twitter today responded to a, a question like. Um, uh may when's more starco gonna happen it was so good today and he's like just just you wait or something so uh teasing some more some more starco in the future but i feel like like self-referentially like not taking it super seriously that's totally the way to go with with this um because we're already at the point where it's it's like a uh like the giant like uh innocent ship tease it's like a good version of the will they won't they because it's not a will they won't they it's like for the fans like clearly yeah uh, so referencing it from that angle i think is really good a uh, good decision. Um, uh, make sure there's no possibility of them ever being a thing, says Tom. I called him Bob in the outline. I don't. Re- I didn't remember his name because he's so unimportant. But um, it's Tom because it sounds like mom. Yeah, the demon named Tom. That's kind of a funny concept on its own. They haven't really done anything with it, but yeah, his name's just some normal, <laughs> normal male name. Uh, once or back. Uh, yes. <laughs> then we have uh, Marco going to the office. The the smooch buddy scene. Star and I have recently yeah. become smooch buddies on the lips. Uh, all styles. All German, styles. German, yeah. <laughs> German Italian, Portuguese. Polynesian. <laughs> and, I, don't, I don't think he says Portuguese. Polynesian. Polynesian. Yeah. yeah. Um, Italian. All styles. I love it. I love it. I love how Marco has no idea what he's talking about. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Like he shouldn't have any of the idea what he's talking about. Like given what we know about his character, like it's it, it's great. Um, and then uh, Tom comes out. Um, Star, we have brief cutaways to Star throughout all this, right? Um, mm-hmm. the Star looking through like her queen guidebook. These women look miserable. Uh, Star calling mo- her mom for the second uh, episode in a row. Um, that was my favorite part of the premiere episode. Is Star talking to her mom? And we get it again here. Um, are you happy? What difference does that make? Says Star's mom. Um, do you have any uh, warnicorns? Uh, uh, do you have any warnicorns? You have nineteen, Your Majesty. Apparently, okay. I have nineteen. Have 19. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, question. Serious question. Are warnicorns basically like unicorns for war? They're like, like yeah, they're like military-bred. Unicorns, basically. Yeah, but unicorns are special in that universe, right? So, um, yes, maybe. Who knows the differences? We need a uh, Muni mythology handbook. Yes, that we do. A, a piece of merch. Muni's like super undefined and unimportant, by the way. I thought Muni was spelled M-U-N-N-Y. Is anyone yeah. else surprised it's spelled like Mew, like a cat? It's it's spelled like the Pokemon, right? M-E-W. Yes, it's literally ah, the Pokemon. Yeah. M-E-W-N-I. Yeah, yeah, because we saw it on our guidebook today. I think I spelled it wrong on that line, but yeah, I didn't know until yeah. now, so that's interesting. Um, <laughs> Plot development. Uh, How to spell the planet's name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, start with uh, the hair care in the guidebook and sad star, which is like the cute, the cute star moment of the episode. Um, yeah, I like. I feel like Car- I feel like Star's hair does change <laughs> throughout this, though. Uh, we, we need to track this with the emo star. Uh, 
uh, screenshots. Um, don't worry yeah. so much about happiness. It makes you look pale. Um, okay, mom. Okay. Who is very pale. Who's, yeah, I feel like that's kind of inherent. But um, we, uh, Marco and uh, Tom, for the brunt of the episode, the wheel spinning Marco, um, you lied to Star and made her think all she's good for is being queen. Um, you know too much, got to destroy you. Uh, battle to the death. Uh, pair of grenades of anguish. Um, what do you think of the pair of grenades of anguish? I like I them. I would have used them for my weapon, to be oh, honest. It looked the most interesting, yeah. You would have chose ping pong? Uh, I'm not Mar- good at ping pong. Marco said he's, good, he's good at ball sports. Um, ball sports. <laughs> Just in general, one of yeah, this this the com. This is one of the top five moments of the episode. Is this exchange between Marco and Tom? You think this is cheating? Try playing star at ping pong. She makes up her own rules, then she changes her own rules halfway through the game. Oh, that's why I never win. Um, and then later, the probably the top moment is Marco's speech to Star again. Um, is is later. Um, that's so great. And uh, then the just them just both like fondly remembering Star. Um, yeah, like. I don't know who the people are freaking about Starco, but this scene is super evidence that Marco likes Star. Like, I mean, look at look at the way they both talk about her. It's like an identical reaction. I think it's supposed to be presented as both of them having feelings for her. Um, it's it's just they're both just very happy with her, and it's not like even a romantic feeling thing. It's more yeah, just they I mean, both care about her like so deep. Platonic right? affection, but very strongly so. And the way the scene, but the and the way the scene presents it with Tom, who clearly has romantic feelings, um, it's like an extrapolation that's begging to be made from the episode. It's not even like a fan thing, but really this the point, true. really the point in general is that because uh, like they have an identical reaction, like like uh, yeah type things, like after all that like that's, mm-hmm. i don't know if i conveyed that through audio but that's the best way you conveyed it beautifully you thank did a very good thank job you. thank you very much and uh yeah so that's i i feel like i feel like the show's begging you to make the extrapolation really what it means is that marco just cares really deeply about star which is which we've established several times so it's pretty yeah she's pretty awesome um yeah says i don't remember which one of them says that but it's like the same thing right um can't make star be your girlfriend unless she wants to conveying the most basic of morals here in, right in star yeah. yeah one animation kind of needs to be reminded of from time to time uh yeah exactly and the show is very good with it i mean this is this is we're doing the same moral as uh blood and ball for sure uh, but there was mm-hmm. applied to Marco, which was great. Uh, or it was like, it was kind of different, I guess. But um, what do we, okay, so let's talk about emo star. I've heard it called rebels, rebel star. She did. Uh, I think she might be more of a, a, like a punk rebel than punk, punk star, purple, straight star. up emo. Michelle, yeah. what are your thoughts on, on punk star? She actually was rocking it pretty well. I feel like <laughs> if she, she kept that look, it wouldn't be bad. You know, what, what do you think, Justin? I think she looked a bit blue to me, Dylan. Oh my god! But no, honestly, it was, it was purple. Yeah, purple it was pretty cool. I, I liked it. That's I wouldn't mind more of that. I wanted yeah, more of that. I was hoping that red uh, red belt should still have that, but no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the best part was um, star putting the skull over the heart on her. Oh yeah, too. just yes. the one skull too. Yeah. yeah. And then she puts her hair. I was like, what? Only one? And then they address it. There's like hair over her side. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, She's got it figured out. Really great. Yeah, we should have more star changing her look. I think that was very successful here. Um, like they they do a complete redesign of her character for like thirty seconds <laughs> of the episode. Yes. <laughs> like okay, I feel they're already they're already doing twenty two episodes this season. By the way, twenty two episodes this season. Um, and I mean like like half hour blocks. Yeah. Um, Yay. Yeah. But like like I feel like this is interesting that they 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 spent time on this. I feel like other shows would shy away from that. The show I do think is is pretty detailed oriented with its storyboarding. So I guess props on that one. Um. 
uh, yeah, the Mermaid's Tale. I'm I'm so sorry, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was an excellent line lead by uh, Eden Sure, sure. Do we know on that one? I can look. I can look. I don't know. No, there's no pronunciation guide on Wikipedia. But um, yeah, that was really great. Um, she's great as star. I don't know if we mentioned her at this point in the podcast. That that line read stood out to me. Uh, Tom says it took me destroying Marco to realize I was uh, wrong. And we had this whole thing with destroying Marco. <laughs> Fifty-eight Marco. games, so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, it was yeah. terrible. This is a typical gag, the one that I typically get annoyed with, but it was executed okay. Here, uh, never because stop. We know he's not wrong. <laughs> Never stop to consider what you wanted. Oh yeah, they, they, like the whole thing with like him cheating. Like, okay, we're never even going to talk about that. Um, it's true. Yeah, it's just. It's okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, you're gonna. Run, uh, this is the best part. Uh, as uh, Marco says, you're going to run Muni your way, uh, no matter how destructive. And uh, immediately, uh, she conjures up another yeah. unicorn. <laughs> yeah, our, our tenth uh, Starco hug, probably. Um, the, the fans are counting for sure but I, yeah this is like the moral of the episode overall is like star can run muni her own way even if she is gonna be queen Clyde marco delivers it to her and it's great um i don't love uh marco having to figure it out for her um in general but it's very earned by the episode with that ping pong uh table scene and then both figuring out like how distinctive star is and like what makes her great and marco uh reminding her of that um because I think it's a very legitimate thing to explore at this age is kind of uh, self-esteem problems given their age in a very subtle way, I feel like was was is, is a lot of what's happened with Star. And a lot of stuff with Star, I feel like, is her angst is very veiled because she's such a bubbly exterior um that she i think she hides mm-hmm. it so i think i i think there's a lot of existential stuff going on which they chose to explore through this uh punk rebel star uh thing that they did but in reality there's a lot going on there and uh having this solid person in her life with marco to remind her of things like that is like so great and um this is like such a good thing to base like a romance off of or want to base a romance off of like i more than any other ship I feel like on TV like you can understand why people want to ship this like no no other potential romance is as pure and like as good as this one like like as like f- solid as two people are um uh like uh, like, Does that and, mean you ship it a little bit, Dylan? Well, that's what I said in the beginning, right? Like, I half ship this, so... Um, you half ship it, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. If we just want to keep them friends, I'm way fine with that. I just want to see more of them together. I feel like the show is clearly at its best when we're having Star Marco moments. So, um, I got a point Marco, says the the, the, the thing. Uh, someone said he might have been from the Demon Store episode. I haven't checked <laughs> Quest by! Yeah, Quest yeah. by, yeah. Um, uh, is he still uh, dark and broody? Uh, he's not so bad. Yeah, I like, uh, and I love how Star talked about uh, Tom. Like it wasn't like longing or like uh, anything like they could have done to just make that stupidly. He's like, is he still dark and broody? Like it was, it was pretty good. And then at the end, we have uh, no, Brittany. I don't believe your life has peaked at such a young age. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. I love it- that. Was it the file cabinet he rode out the window? That that was like the most amazing comedic timing to me. It was just like the most random, but like it worked so well. It was legitimately funny. The best timing to me was like the whatever crashing through when uh, after this line delivery. Like I mean, Brittany's one of my favorite side characters, so I don't believe why. 
because yeah. she's so great. Like, oh, come well, on, you love this character in this every is, show. I love this character. <laughs> like, yes, this this is the this is the Chloe. This is the yeah. Um, yeah, the, I love this, this is the sissy. I love this character in every show. Um, the, the, this is the Victoria in Life is Strange, and like, oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I haven't played Life is Strange. No spoilers. Okay, well, Victoria is great. Most people don't think so, but I love Victoria. Story, is pretty so. great. Victoria's I doubt great. I'll agree with you. I need Britney Redemption. <laughs> is what I need. I, I want Britney Redemption. I think I talked about this with Steve in the comments, but yeah, Britney. This is Britney's great, and like her existential worrying that her life life is peace is, is so good. Um, let me talk for a second about uh, I think Giancarlo's anime influences in this episode. There's two big ones I noticed. One, this entire ping pong sequence. Um, let me Google this. I didn't actually watch this show. I'm gonna ping look pong the animation. Ping pong anime. Oh, it is actually just ping pong the animation. Okay, my uh, yeah, I had a friend who watched this that talked about it all the time, and he just kept calling it ping pong, and I didn't know if he was. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's uh, what it's called. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't I, seen I, it, but I respect it. I haven't seen it. I assume that the scene was influenced by that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know the reference. So. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think that whole ping pong scene was very uh, in, uh, anime influenced. And then um, there's this exchange between uh, uh, between Tom and Marco. Uh, like, you know, you're not going to win, right? And then um, it's like, uh, I forget how Marco is, or how he responds. It's like, yeah, you're, she's not going to. Maybe this is when he says she's not going to like. You can't just make her like like you or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh, this the double meaning of win in this, like we're talking about ping pong and then they're talking about like win star's heart type of thing. Uh, it's really well executed. And this is um, how people on like A talk about uh, harm animes with uh, which which uh, girl is going to win the anime and like be the main love interest for the main male. Um, and so I feel like that's kind of a reference to the discourse between behind harm animes. And it's kind of like this great feminist like reversal of that, uh, because in this case, it's like which of the boys is going to win like the female main characters. Uh, and of course, there's probably animes that are referred to in that light, too. But this is Star's own take on that. Which of these uh, two characters that we're focusing on here is going to like win the show and like be with Star type thing. Um, and I, I don't possible this is not an intentional reference, but this is definitely the discourse in behind like a another anime like form type things um so i was like a big fan of that i mean i just like seriously all 11 minutes or whatever this episode are kind of perfect agree it's a very good 11 minutes of tv Uh, it's yes it's a very good 11 minutes of tv quickly let's talk about uh oh first of all giancola volpe again like incredible um like just so good and i hope he's a regular on this it seems like he'll be because i hope so yeah it's it's gonna be good and um so let's quickly talk about uh, the state of Starco. Uh, the thing, so in in CO, people are like taunting the Starco shippers boot by being like, "It's just platonic," as it's said in the episode, and then uh, they're all they're replying by saying "denial" a bunch of times, like uh, <laughs> like Star and Marco are in denial of their feelings. Um, so this is this is the current uh, back and forth. What do we think of this, Michelle? What's your take? Is are is either one of them in denial about their feelings? Uh oh, man. I mean. Maybe they, I mean, I think it's one of those things where you have to be, if it's going to happen in the show, I feel like they're going to be put in like a, a situation yeah. that like forces them to like think about themselves like deeply and like come to terms with it. But like, I think they're both really comfortable just being friends. And so it's not really even like an, a question right now. They're just like happy being there for each other and like being together and like working yeah. as a team. But love's not really on the table yet in a big way. Yeah. So no on the denial front from Michelle. Yeah. Uh, Justin, denial or no denial? I think they both accept that they there's a lot of caring. I don't think either of them are really looking at it romantically because I think Marco, in order before 
we get any real Starko, Marco's going to have to weigh his thoughts on Jackie. We're going to have to get some Jackie, yeah. but Star, we're going to have to get that kind of like yeah. crossroads moment. And to counter Michelle, I think most yeah. shows would have the kind of the, like the, oh, I, I never realized how much I care about. It. I honestly, if they do this relationship, I could see the end of the episode. Star just walks in the room. Hey, you want to go out? And that's it. Because that's just that the kind of show this is. That would be very mm-hmm. star. It would be. And I, be I, very I, star, star yeah. thing to do. Yeah. In terms of the character star. Yeah. Um, uh, so we have a no, I think, from Justin on the denial. It was hard to tell from that answer. But we, I think <laughs> I think that was a no. We have a no-ish. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be on no. No for denial. That doesn't mean Starko is done, obviously. I yeah. mean, I just don't think either of them are, like, hiding latent feelings right now. I kind of argued for Marco clearly having some sort of feelings for Star, but I don't think it's something that he's, like, repressing. I just think it's something that's kind of naturally coming with their deep bonds. And, him. I mean, it's just kind of a... This, this thing and yeah, like it's still close friend. It's- yeah and it's 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 just it's not something that he's like hot suppressing or trying to hide it's not something he's aware of and i don't think it's something he's subconsciously like uh shoving down it's just like yeah, it's, it's just it's just like part of it ron you know? from kim possible this is like the opposite of ron well yeah this this that that's the big thing everyone compares these two to yeah I've seen. yeah um i'll make a better comparison honestly okay. i see a lot of xj9 and brad yeah, yeah, we talked about this on the previous one. Uh, Star being like Jenny from from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Yeah. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more Marco is kind of like Brad, though. Yeah. Like, I yeah. never saw the comparisons. But... I don't remember enough from that. But yeah, it does seem like they weren't. They didn't have these, like, hidden feelings type thing. Well, I think there's more in that show than this. That Like, I don't think either of these Ron two are, like, hiding. hidden feelings. I don't, I don't think... Like yeah, I don't think these two are, like, hiding feelings. I think that it's something that's there. Like, yes, like... Like, why are you freaking out, Starko Shivers? Like, yes, it's platonic right now. We understand. It's not going to happen next episode, but... Um, it, these We've are, got an almost twice as long season. Just give yeah. it time, man. It'll happen in the finale, and they'll, like, kiss or something, and then we'll have to deal with the ramifications later. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's like... And it's, like, just, like... Go, co- be along for the ride like the reason like that uh i'm i'm, I'm trying to like ski like lead the shark starco ship here the reason we love these two is not because of uh some stereotypical like teenage love story it's that they have such this this great bond together and this great connection and the show presents them so well so the show presenting that like in this episode we had i think this is one of the best starco episodes of the show and it's not because uh like it's presented in any sort of overly romantic way it's because we see uh Mar- the extent of marco like loving star um like like as a human being and like uh, like him expressing that to her by realizing the crisis of uh, conscious or whatever expression you want to use for like going on in, in her head, um, even if she like hides it very well behind her like uh, Genki girl exterior and because um, it's the anime uh, reference episode. And um, it's it ends like him realizing that this is kind of what she needs to hear at this point and uh, like taking it seriously and like taking her seriously. And like, it's just such a good moment for Marco and like such a great reflection of Marco upon star. And like, this is right up there with Mar- uh, Marco's uh, uh like uh stars uh like i need a friend not a hero speech in uh Blood uh, like i was so, a big fan of that speech too yeah that's i think that was the high point of this entire series and uh potentially just like the dance into that scene and then um this this episode i think almost reaches levels with a lot of the ping pong stuff going on it's more subtle but i just it's just so good for 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 Marco and Star and like just like let it like let it let's let ha- let it happen they're doing such good things with the two of them right now i don't want them to be like I don't want Star to bust in next episode and be like, let's go out. Even though I do think that would be very in character for her. I want it to be like, um, 
just like this this uh seeing the two of them and their bond together and um even we had some i guess last the premiere had maybe hinted at latent some sort of latent feelings from star with uh her journal are we gonna get into more of star's journal this is still a uh still a big cliffhanger michelle we didn't hear your take on this what's 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 written in the marco section of star's journal I don't know. I mean, probably a bunch of stuff. Maybe it's like her opinion of him when she first met him versus like how it is now. I mean, it, it did kind of leave an impression that like, why would she be like so like worried about him reading like that particular section of her journal? But um, I, they leave it open and like because they leave it open, like I'm not inclined to jump to any intensely Starko conclusions. Yeah, but I don't know. Don't, I mean, feelings are complicated. Maybe what yeah. she wrote is like a lot and complicated, and she doesn't quite know yet what yeah. that's going to mean to her. Yeah. I think it's just like deep stuff, and like she's not yeah. used to expressing her feelings. Really, I do think that's a big part of Star's character, as I've said a few times. There, this is like hiding, hiding her her feelings behind like mm-hmm. her bubbly stuff. And um, so, so no on the uh, I love Marco written in <laughs> in the journal on that one. I guess yeah. I no. think that's what Justin I said. Anyway, let's get into Red Belt. Um, I guess quickly, Mr. Candle Cares, uh, Michelle, better or worse than Blood Moon Ball? Oh. Worse? What do you think? Is that your favorite episode of the series? No, I actually, honestly, I really liked Muberty, like, so much. Okay. That, okay. That's probably that my favorite. good episode. From season one, yeah. Certainly an interesting episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. Justin, where are you, where are you on uh, mm. Mr. Candle Cares? I really like this episode. I kind of want to give it time to digest, but I yeah, think this might this might have been better than Blood Moon Ball, and I never thought I would say that. Yeah, I think I think it's better narratively than Blood Moon Ball. I think Blood Moon Ball is as like a very glossy exterior and has some shallow elements to it. This has this is just packed <laughs> with story elements, um, but it's not as glossy. So it's like take your pick on what you want: visual elements or story elements. I think this is a better story episode, um, although it doesn't have as clearly prominent a scene as like the. The dance or the the speech. Yeah, anyway, it yeah. depends on what you want. What you want from your Starco. So. <laughs> okay, How do you take go. your Starco? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not okay. at all. Wow, rude. <laughs> Agreed. Jeez, uh, such. <laughs> what do we say about Red Belt? Like Red seriously? Belt. Okay. What do we say um, about this? Star and the Justin. Hammer. Okay, yeah. oh, the yeah. Marco stuff was interesting, but Star, Star and, and the Diaz's. One great journey. I, we, we don't see them enough. The Star's relationship with the Diaz's, we don't get that enough. And it's hilarious because they feel so bad for her because she's trying to actually do something for once in her life. And she just wants a hammer. And you'd think they'd have a hammer, but they don't. It's and her movie. and the laser puppies like licking her constantly the entire episode. I, I love the laser puppies. I love Star. I love the Diaz's. This was great. It, it, was it wasn't the, like substance, it was, it was the but B it was plot, fun though. to watch. Yeah. The B plot was hilarious. It, it was yeah. it was a good B plot though. I appreciate a good B plot that's and, done well. And she finally gets the poster hung yeah. up, and it's terrible. It's so bad, but she's so proud because she did it the hard way. The the B plot is better than the A plot in this episode. Okay, I know who yeah, you compared me to though. It was the VHS dude. <laughs> no what? okay what? i will no. finally reveal who justin is in this episode star uh goes to uh talks about the poster love sentence uh you can be my prisoner of love justin she says oh my god dylan that's what she says his i name is in the episode. justin oh wilson god. thomas whatever his name yeah, was whatever his last name was um, yeah you're part of love sentence you're a uh a, uh, yeah um we talked a few weeks ago on the podcast about how much i love my chemical romance and i was inspired by gerard way to uh 
okay. stop, some emo stop, makeup, stop, stop. and I joined a boy band. You're and, the reason uh, for this, Dylan. You have to listen to it. You started. Yeah, you, you said Justin in the episode. What am I supposed to do? Oh, you are the VHS guy, though. That's that's who you really are. <laughs> Okay. Do you have a pair of scissors? I don't mean the critically acclaimed romantic comedy pair of scissors. Yeah, oh my God. that, that was, was a brilliant. Michelle, general thoughts on the episode? I mean, I thought it was honestly like a solid episode. I think just I've I've really been liking all the episodes so much this season. Um, it, it's my least favorite of like the four, but that's not like saying much because I think they've all been really good. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, I think it's it's fine. This one's fine. I, I know, I know, you don't feel this quite the same about the first two. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take, I, I yeah. love them both. You love them both. Okay, that's yeah, 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 for different reasons. Yeah, then we don't need to get back into that. I'll, I'll take Red Belt over the first two, but it's not by a lot. It's fine. Um, I I don't need to see the uh, karate instructor get characterization. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, I, I agree. Like whatever. Um, Maybe want- this means we're getting a Jana episode soon. Oh my yeah, God. I, yeah, I barely know who Jenna is, and everyone's obsessed with her. Why don't we get a Jenna episode? Like, come on, yeah, uh, a, a Jackie episode. Uh, Jackie, episode. that'd be that'd be good. Um, yeah, I think the B plot was great. Star trying to be an Earth girl was like great, um, and that whole thing with that. And yeah, the la- laser puppies one of Justin and I's favorite elements of the show, as discussed. Are you high on the the laser puppies, Michelle? I think I'm more high on them now. Yeah, well, than I was initially. Yeah, because it just stuck around. I wasn't. I didn't really know that was going to happen. But the, the, the very sweet. Yeah, they're, they're happy great. little they're, laser. They're great puppies. in this one, and they just fly, they're just falling star around here. Yeah, and it's, it's, what it's was your thought on the talking laser puppy last season? I forgot about the talking laser puppy. Yeah. I guess he wasn't that memorable. It was like movie. late in this. Oh, it was when Star was stuck in the beard or whatever of Marco, yeah. and the puppy's like, uh, "You can do it, Star." Uh, that must have. Yeah, that was a little weird. It was the sweetest um, voice. Yeah. I, I think yeah. <laughs> if, if 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 Red Belt were a Steven Universe episode, I'd rant about it. Um, I have lower expectations though. So uh, for the show, I mean, it's it's like this show is obviously not as solid as Steven Universe, but the the clip the toenail moment at the end is really bad. I really it's so Karate Kid. It's obviously they're doing Karate Kid, but it's it's really yes. bad in my opinion. Um, let's let's psychoanalyze Star Marco's dream at the beginning. Um, oh, yeah, that's interesting. The uh, what do you think of Rabid Star? like a rabid wild star that that happened briefly. And then, um, then there's Mr. Candle, uh, we're moving on from our lives. I think is like all of the people he knows. And then the red belt thing. Uh, so what are we saying? Marco has a fear of left being left behind or something. Not growing up and doing, not growing up and doing, not knowing what he wants. Maybe, maybe. And then, so he's 14. Like, and then like feral star. He does not have to have his life figured out. Marco's the. I mean, that's uh, kind of the fear. Yeah, Marco's the. Yeah, that could be his fear. The like precocious young boy trope character. He's very similar to Dipper in that regard, um, from Gravity Falls. But he's like more grounded and more real to me a little bit, honestly. I I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Stuck. Uh. Are you? St- do you have a stuck in life dream again? I think said 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 Star. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love how they've just talked about their dr- their dreams together. Like, oh my god, they've literally Starco has talked about their dreams together. Confirmed. Canon. Not that. Do dream, we forget but, they live together? Uh, yeah. The, it, it comes up. The best. Pa- I think the best part of this episode is um, Star's uh, dimensional scissorsing into Marco's room and being like, <laughs> and not like realizing that she could have like walked over. Like, I think that's that's great. Yeah. 
um yeah love sentence like star is literally mabel except just like so much more subdued than mabel and like so less over the top like like love sentence equals um uh the blanket yeah the whatever the um the 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 the, the, the several times from gravity falls but uh what do you think boys of who cry the boy band from spongebob squarepants no not that one but what do you think of love <laughs> sentence as a boy band name it's the I best. Like it. And apparently, I like it all right. like, and apparently, was that that was the point? That was the band name, right? And then you can be my prisoner yeah. of love, Justin. So they just have one song called "Prisoner of Love," and they're called "Love Sentence." <laughs> that they probably have. They probably have a lot of songs that are jail themed. All jail themed songs. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, need ha- hammer, Earth Girl style. Could have knocked on my Daryl, Earth Girl style, and scavenger hunt for the hammer. Yeah, uh, then scavenger it, hunt. Green belt for five years. Time to level up. Um, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Cry to do's mom. Uh, living in a room that's unsi- unsettlingly similar to mine. Um, also, only a green belt. For a while, the show avoided the uh, shaming of people who stay at home, adults staying at home. But then it, it did it. So yeah, they did it. Not I really hate that. <laughs> that's I really hate that thing. Um, but yeah, it's they also made it, apparently he's thirty seven. Like is was that, made, was that an exaggeration? <laughs> like is okay apparently i thought he'd be like 20 but okay um how to untangle the vhs tape tape that was i really enjoyed that a lot oh wait no the best part of the episode is marco saying uh we need to find it irl that was my favorite part yes <laughs> oh no i was like they want money from me i can't talk to them find it irl yeah um <laughs> it's like a this thrift store it's like a yard sale but inside wow some top yeah thrift store that was humor really here. uh tape place uh yeah the, the vhs tape place any everything inside the vhs tape place did not work for me like literally everything i liked the references to movie lovers and how finicky they can be honestly reminded me a lot of video underground from 16 if anybody gets that nope. reference uh nope, nope. uh <sighs> com- compare the pacing that you guys praised in uh mr candle cares to everything that happens inside the the vhs store it's really bad pacing um just it's resolved so it's like he's says where's the tape oh it's right here you have to fight me for it and then they're suddenly <laughs> fighting and throwing things at each other very very bad like, very kung fu movie, I, like, I don't really even remember it that's probably it was all a blur, part yeah. of the problem yeah. yeah like i think that was just like actively bad um i mean it's in the context <laughs> of an all right episode but like just yeah not 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 a fan of that um Dylan, what is the difference for you between like passively bad and actively bad? Well, I've active- been saying actively bad several times. I'm curious what that means for you. Actively bad would mean something that I would def- uh, that I, I feel like is somewhat objective. Um, and, pa- okay. and something I just think is bad is more my opinion is I would say the pacing in this is like actively bad is my way of saying it's like this isn't an I think this is a like a, a thing. And of, General. Course, and of course, it's all an I think. But like basically, it's like stronger language is what I'd say. Um, so it, curious okay. if people share this uh, feeling about this the VHS tape and yeah just the guy and then him being like weirdly muscular and like, <laughs> yeah that was I like pretty weird yeah anyway it was and that was it I, any, any things I'm missing from Red Belt what are we happy that Marco's a Red Belt now yeah I mean it's, it's two more years, to go so that time probably a- apparently the intro changed already to show him with a red belt instead of a green belt i can't confirm that yet but i, I saw that on cl so i'm not sure if it's it, true it, it happens i mean the thing about steven universe giving connie her sword ahead of time yeah i mean they they updated the intro with um star fan 13 so you know who knows star fan 13. are you star fan 13 
Michelle? No, I'm no, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I guess not. But yeah. So, are crushed. Yeah. So uh, that's that's these two. Let us know what you thought. Uh, next week, let's see what we got. Next week, we got Star on Wheels and Fetch. Ooh. Fetch. Okay. Oh, will Fetch be training the laser puppies? Are we gonna teach the laser puppies to fetch? <laughs> it could be Why anything. Be it's like one the word. Tenth episode so far. Fetch. I just like the laser puppies. Okay. We know. <laughs> we know. Everyone likes them. So uh, th- that's that's the. We'll see what we got next week with with Star. It's gonna be a long burn until uh, this is gonna be like the rest of the year. No, almost right. Really. Like, Basically, I don't, I don't know. I haven't checked. If it airs in consecutive, if it airs consecutive weeks, which is not a given considering it's Disney, um, then it's going to go for a while. I mean, this is uh, twenty-one weeks divided by four is uh, a number. Is a number, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's that's uh, that's about that's about the rest of the year. So that's interesting. Um, I, let's check my math on that one. But I see season one was aired kind of weirdly in the beginning. Yeah, it was. No, but then it was kind of week to week. But then there's a mid-season break. So, yeah, I doubt I doubt we're getting 22 in a row. There's probably be like, ah, and, until like the mid-season finale, then we'll have like a few month break. And then let's make a bet. Which will uh, which will finish its or rather, will we see the end of this season of Star before the premiere of season four of Steven Universe? Or three, technically. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I would say. Yeah, that's a good question. No, they'll they'll have some sort of uh, one or two episode or a bomb or something before the season ends. Yeah, they'll they'll sprinkle a tiny bit, and they might not though. They might not like it's it's possible. Anyway, uh, see, we'll we'll see on that one. Last comments, guys. You good? Think we're good. Good stuff. Yeah, I assume most of our star podcasts won't be fifteen minutes, but good stuff. (laughs) I will not be ranting about how much I love an episode for that long usually. And uh, check us out, overlyanimated.com, uh, et cetera, et cetera. If you like this podcast, consider giving us an iTunes review. We're looking for those. And also, if you really like us, consider becoming a patron. There's a lot of special patron awards you can check out at patreon.com slash overlyanimated for listeners of the podcast to contribute. Thank you very much to our current patrons, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, and Jade, a.k.a. Fever, Mitch, Cronona, Beach, Nate, Nathan, Fillion, Buzz Like Your Mailman, Rachel Rose, Jenny, Bob, O'Brien, Cookie, and Needle, to be determined, to be determined. Um, upcoming on the podcast, a bunch of Steven Universe, four more this week. So much. Ladybug Roundtable. Uh, I think I'm going I'm to be doing those on Sundays while this Steven Universe event is airing, and that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you uh, tomorrow for more Steven Universe and for more Star next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.